The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. From the Inverness Outdoor Futurist Story Writing Contest and Dirty Needle Exchange Arena, we present <laughs> a wheezing groaning sound, which we believe to be the only Doctor Who podcast in existence. My name is John Rain, and I'm joined here at Felching Rocks each week <laughs> by a right old lovely pair of Morlocks. <laughs> by the names Paul Litchfield and Tom Neenan. Hey! So, don't take your time. Tekka. Before joining <laughs> our merry bandrill on the run hey. and on the lash hey. as we enter the Carfell warehouse and try and navigate <laughs> the time lash. Wow. The time lash. Wow. Time lash. Everybody wanted it. They did. Yeah. No, we've had no requests for this one, and <laughs> I just fancied doing it because I like I like dipping my toe in a Colin every now and then. Oh, I'm really Fair glad enough. you chose it. But oh. if you didn't watch it that week, I'm copying Tom here and being smooth. <laughs> what Very else slick. would you have been watching on BBC One? Well, today is the Saturday, the 9th of March, 1985. And if you're watching BBC One, you're beginning the day at 9am with Saturday Superstore. Mm. In the store this morning, Rolf Harris and his koala bear. (coughs) Can I take that back? (laughs) I want to take back my hay. Hang on, what's Sill saying? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not Rolf. Oh, not Rolf, yeah. Oh, not Rolf. Oh, no. Never work with pedos and animals. (laughs) I'll have to find that clip at some point. might have to bleep that bit out. (laughs) I have to find the clip of when uh, Scylla finds out about Rolf. It's a real treat. It's a, it's oh, a really great moment. Not Rolf. Oh, <laughs> not dear. Rolf. Oh. Well, anyway, yeah, so Saturday Superstore, then it was Grandstand all day until 5.20 on BBC One, mm. Time Lash Part One. Mm. And there's a tiny bit of um, blurb for it. It says, on Carful, the board rules, but all is far from okay. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like Ark of Infinity, really... board rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's really non-committal. Yeah. I'll cover is the board that a typo, rules, but then? all is far. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Nine uh, fifteen. You had one by one, which we've spoken about before. These mm. are the based on the zoo books, mm. <laughs> which Ooh. I believe we, we've um, crashed into this on one of our. You other can buy podcasts. those in Amsterdam. I tell you what, you do not want to buy this episode because the blurb says this: Ben Bishop announces he's bought a whale. Hello. Of course, they're all sperm whales when he's finished with them. <laughs> I bought a whale. Oh, you silly bugger. What you bought a whale for? I don't know. I thought I'd keep it in a cage. You can't keep a bloody whale in a cage, you silly sausage. That's the whole episode. Um, five to nine, Bergerac. Wait. Yeah, bam, tonight, bam, tonight's bam. episode, Holiday Snaps. That's all it says. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Holiday Snaps. Oh, showing dear. us his holiday. It's lovely. Yeah, it's a really nice episode. Charlie going, hello, that's when I went to Jersey <laughs> instead of Guernsey. Yeah. <laughs> Not much of a holiday, is it? Mm. Anyway, um, uh, later on, five past 11, film on one. And the film is called The Sweet Ride. Oh, yeah. Mm. Hello. Two, yeah. 
Two drifters enjoy parties, bars, and sleazy clubs. When beautiful Vicky comes onto the scene, she brings glamour and mystery. Then her badly beaten body is dumped from a car on the beach highway. Oh, Oh, no. Well, that took a turn. (laughs) That took quite quite a turn, didn't it? All in the first mm. two written by Eric Seal. <laughs> no, it's written, says it's written, written by Eric Sykes. So I have no idea what happens. It's a bit like the plank, but with a corpse. It's basically weekend at home. Um, if you were watching BBC Two on that day, you, of course, had... Oh, my God. You had Open University. It started at 6.25am and finished at 10 past three. Blimey. <laughs> you had 20... 20- 20 courses to choose from, 20 courses, including Rocks and Magnets, Woodland Decomposes, and Shall I Be Mother? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what Shall I Be Mother all about? I just don't understand. That's just a lecture about how to pour tea. Oh, Shall I Be Mother? <laughs> um, there you go. Um, then a little bit later on, in fact, just when Doctor Who was on, um, you could have been watching France Actuelle. Ah. Yes, mais Bonjour. Oui. Bonjour, France Actuel, and it says, reports on the current wine crisis. Wow. <laughs> it, was a, it was a wine crisis in 1985, apparently. Um, mm. I'll tell you what, later on that day, though, how lovely. Just just at 10 o'clock, you have blot on the landscape. Brilliant. Nice. What is that? Nice. That was a uh, oh, blot on the landscape. It's the sharp, sharp books, isn't it? Um, mm. Same person who did Porterhouse Blues, all them. Yeah, really, had, um, really funny satirical. Was that the one that had David Suchet in it? No, I think this is an early incarnation. It just says blot on the oh. landscape, part five, starring George Cole, Julia McKenzie, and Simon Cadell. Oh, oh, Simon nice. Cadell. I miss oh. him. He was great. He was, he was really brilliant, good. wasn't he? He was brilliant. And then you rounded off the night on BBC Two with Pro Celebrity Golf. Oh, great. It says this. Can can Johnny Miller and Ian St. John beat off Nicky Faldo and Jimmy Tarbuck? (laughs) Well, that's (laughs) that's delightful. Bloody hell. But they were knackered. What what on earth you do in the bar after the game is up to you, boys. (laughs) And that was your evening's entertainment on BBC One and Two and... Well, <clears throat> there's something that golf has, and that's holes. And there's right. something that time, a time lash has, guys. Mm. Holes in the plot. That's, that's, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we begin with the opening titles, and I'm sorry, but that logo will never get, be good, will it? No. No. Uh, no. The one that's no, no, kind no. of... Yeah, the, 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 neon, um, the neon who one is terrible, isn't it? It's, it's Pipes Mum. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's, it's just horrible the way it kind of m- meshes together in that wobbly mess. It mm. looks and like then, it looks like yeah. free transfers I, I used to get in packets mm. of cereal um, that mm. you then lob onto something and your parents get really angry, like not on the wisdom, you know. Um, yeah. that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, but we begin with um, Colin in in mm-hmm. the TARDIS studying the map from Time Bandits. Yes, oh, yeah, return either that, the map. either that, or it's or it's the big big map of space boobs because just, yeah. <laughs> just two big circles, two big yeah. boobs. <laughs> and she asks if he's lost, and he says, "I am never ever lost." And he's contemplating taking Perry to Andromeda. Yeah, uh, she wants a holiday, but not to the Eye of Orion. You're the only person that ever goes there. So he's basically like a granddad that's got a caravan in pool. Yeah, he goes there every shit. year. He gets yeah. really upset when she says that. He's like, oh, it's nice there. Mm. Yeah, he likes it there. He likes it there. 
there's the a lot headings. of things that he hmm. he does here that like are emblematic of like quite an abusive relationship. Like there's a bit yeah. where she he's like bad and she really flinches and you're like oh my god she's having a horrible time. Yeah, well, he has he's scaring her. her all the time. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. This is like the space adventures of Little Mo and Trevor, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, this is basically the... this is like the TARDIS in lockdown. This is like they can't. Yeah. She Perry mm. can't get out. She's trapped with him, and she's realised, oh, God, he's a horrible man. He's a horrible man. He's so horrible. <laughs> but they've taken their eye off the ball here because Perry, for once, is not dressed like she's going on a glamour shoot. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. She's Finally, properly dressed for God's sake. At last. She looks. She looks like she's found some Anisazo clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burgundy <laughs> suit. Yeah, going on. she's in that mm. crushed burgundy gear, isn't she? Yeah, well, the doctor keeps heading... banging on about going to Andromeda, which I've just mm. written is probably just an off, probably just an off-license planet. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Can you imagine going on holiday with this doctor, though? I know. Just him talking about Gumblejack all day. That's that's basically what his holidays. Like. And doesn't he already sort of say that he might ditch her at some point if she doesn't shut up? Is that? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah it does. It's yeah. like. Yeah, they'll just find a naked corpse in a skip on Telos, and it'll be like, oh, God, what, what happened? What happened? God. But they're heading no. for a time corridor, and it's not they good. Are. It's no. really not. It looks like the very first logo that they use for what for for uh, you know Word you know Windows eight eighty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This dreadful. Oh God, why why did they go with that? But she wants to go to uh, Earth, and he says. Um, we're going to Earth, 11.79, which is the time Michael Grade wanted this show to go out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when she says, ba- is that bad? And he says, bad, bad, bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. He does but his meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, on Carful, Stephen Carful Warehouse, Stephen McIntosh and his friends are <laughs> shot by a robot who looks like Scratchy and Co. Yes. <laughs> And the female is told she's going to have to be taken before the Borad. And I've just put a Jag Shabesh. <laughs> <laughs> is nice. My name is Borad. <laughs> my, you will be my wife. <laughs> that is. That's basically what the Borad says at the end, isn't it? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. that made yeah. me laugh. Uh, yeah. they're, they're brought before the, the council. And, this uh, the, is the local man. He'll show you his time, Lash. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> You'll be Carfell's one only prostitute. <laughs> There's and a also, great bit. Yeah. All the all the guards. Why are they Why are they dressed as beekeepers? Why no are they dressed idea. as beekeepers? No and what Never the fuck's going on with that fucking robot? <laughs> oh god, the blue robot. Yeah. Oh, I a, have uh, got a weird voice. <laughs> I can I, do the robots. It's mm. literally anything you can do, I can do better. <laughs> anything better than you. Now you can't turn him off. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. 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 What I love now. is when the um, when the he's like the insurgents... singing bass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the insurgents Sorry. are uh, approaching and they see the robots are coming, one of them under his breath goes, "Oh shit!" You listen up. It's... It's really unclear that that sh- that species of whatever it is is a robot because it looks yeah. organic and blue. It looks like mm. it looks genuinely like um those, uh, uh, um uh, uh, one of the races on Star Trek as well. It's yeah, not bo- yeah. It's not it's not Bolian. It's something else. Um, that, that feature quite heavily in Star Trek. It's a real mm. mismatch of ideas. It's yeah. just the fact that it does robot you know body popping moves. Oh, it's yeah. very nice. <laughs> it's the, a robot. The, they're, they're brought before the council mm. and they're they're told they're going to be put in the time lash, which is the time mm. corridor, oh. which they. Say is, a, is worse than death. 
Which is much like going with Colin Baker to a caravan every year in Paul. <laughs> <laughs> also, I have a question. Yeah. Yeah. No, go on. Oh, no, I was just like, loads of people go into the time lash in this story. Like, if almost yes. every character ends up in the time lash and they're yeah. all fine. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. really weird. Apart from Stephen when... McIntosh, we never see again. That's true. Oh, my God. Mm. But when the TARDIS is pulled through that corridor, why did they, why did they all go on helium? And... <laughs> well, we haven't got that yet. Sorry, oh, yeah. it's just the weirdest, yeah. weirdest choice mm, <laughs> for peril. The, for the prisoners peril. are then put into a giant walnut whip, which we find out is the time lash. Mm. And every time someone's pushed in there, they kind of just go, oh. <laughs> See, I thought it looked like it looks like the um, curtain in Stars in Their Eyes that they get forced yeah. into. Yeah, they come out tonight, Malin. Wonder. Yeah, tonight, <laughs> tonight, Malin, I'm going to be Sheena Easton performing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Sheena Easton, that's unbelievable. But then, yeah, then, oh my god. But then Barad appears mm. as Richard Stilgo. <laughs> Why, all the best all the time all the best all the best the Borad oh. <laughs> we must mention actor. though but we yeah he is but I tell oh. you he's not I tell you he's chewing up the fucking scenery from his first Ooh. second Ooh. on Ooh. fucking stage is Paul Darrow yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've got some and trivia he, about that later he looks just Ooh. like Johnny mm. Johnny Cash in the episode of Columbo he looks amazing yeah. with that <laughs> weird half Aslan long hair like, mm. like he's an unemployed darts player He's just amazing. This but, is a um, this is a this is a bit of a performance in it from Darrow. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not quite in I've it heard... yet. No, no, sorry. No. But the, Richard Stilgo says he's going to be working on behalf of all the car phones. Yeah. <laughs> and then we meet Malin, who's the most senior of the five councillors. Yeah. Um, and one of them, Micros has grown unhappy with the rule of the Borad <laughs> and tells him as yes. much, even asking about his wife. <laughs> <laughs> and then as they're sort of planning what they can do about the Borad, the blue yeah. robot man appears and says, and he says it to the tune of the Close Encounters theme. Yes! And he says, you have to see the Borad. <laughs> That's right. Wipe your feet before coming in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, white, so the bar- white, white's the colour of our carpets. So the Borad, <laughs> he appears for the Borad. The Borad's pleased with how he dealt with Mikros, but he's such a bad actor, it's really hard to watch. How, how he mm. dealt with the rebels, I mean. And, mm. uh, and then plays in the tape of him and Malin scheming. Yeah. Oh, no. And then shows his true form, which we don't see, before yeah. then shooting him and turning him into a skeleton. A skeleton, yeah. Yeah, he drinks it's the wrong grail. <laughs> he, he stands the, there, freezes, goes grey, and then just collapses just, to the floor as bones. Yeah. The, the, the actor who plays him, he's he's exactly half Howard from Howard's Way and mm. half Ian McKellen. He's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's those and, two people thrown into one body. And mm. then we meet Paul Darrow as Tekka. <laughs> oh, my God. Who is... I read that he made a decision earlier on to play it as Richard III. Yes, that is exactly what he decided. And that's exactly what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about a nice slice of theatrical ham. I mean, this mm. is gammon turned up to 11. This is <laughs> amazing. I love his performance in this. It is so... I am very evil. Yeah. <laughs> it tells everyone, cool I'm quite evil. I'm mm. evil, evil, mm. evil. He just relishes every moment. He's brilliant really in this. Does. He's absolutely amazing. He's always good, but he's yeah. amazing here. 
But he's um, theatrically brilliant in this. He's like a mm. uh, yeah, he's like a theatrical villain. It's he's mm. almost like the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Mm. He's now the new leader. He is, and Donald Trump wants to have him discounted because yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a mail-in tech. <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> 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 and then we meet, fun. when we meet Vina, who is the, the daughter of the previous. Um, yeah, now she didn't go to Rada, did she? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. I'm not sure or, she went to rehearsals. I don't this think she. She <laughs> <laughs> she's she um, didn't have any formal acting training. I don't think. <laughs> no. Well, it turns out that when you are a powerful person on this council, you've got like mm. a special amulet. Yes, yeah, which she like. takes and then accidentally falls into the time lash with it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, again. That's, that's oh. when she falls in. Yeah. Oh, no. Meanwhile, yeah. back on the TARDIS. Oh, the hang on, hang on. Pe- just just, mm. just before we get to the TARDIS, sorry, mm. sorry. I, I, we need to talk about the fact that the Borad always um, appears on screen as young Mr. Grace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've all not done very well. He's <laughs> basically... Yeah doing yeah anyway but he's like you've all done um prompt mm-hmm. <laughs> not very well he's awful um so meanwhile back on the TARDIS, the doctor and perry have strapped themselves onto the console and yakety sack starts playing <laughs> yeah. they, all sped up and they're going they go yeah, through yeah, ben, yeah they go yeah. through the benny hill corridor don't they mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I, at one point the doctor should literally stop tapping Fucking Perry on the head, like the old yeah. bald man in Benny Hill. <laughs> <laughs> it is so stupid. It is yeah. awful. The sped up voices don't help either. No. <laughs> but then um, the TARDIS re- has restabilized and they arrive on Carful Warehouse. Yeah. Uh, but what happened, yeah, but what what happens just before that? You you get her floating through the TARDIS yeah. like, like yeah. floating through it. Yeah. She floats up and she looks like nearly headless Nick in the Harry Potter film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they arrive and the doctor says I've been here before and says they should be centuries from such technology yeah yeah, yeah uh, and the Tekka wants the TARDIS so he can use it to get the amulet so he takes the doctor to his quarters and he's mm-hmm. very uh, nice mm-hmm. and, yeah. uh, and then, then Perry's excited because he's got plants and the doctor yeah. says she's a bit of a botanist no she's an actual botanist <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's very yeah. patronising don't just patronise a, just a demeanour even further yeah. I'd, I'd imagine the, the um, he's furious because I was furious because the TARDIS which reverses up the corridor using the tradesman's entrance <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. the worst materialisation ever because it doesn't materialise it gets dragged across in the worst special yeah. effect oh yes like, the like TARDIS click. yeah, yeah mm. the TARDIS looks like a drunk coming home at two in the morning to try to find keys to get in. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. I hate that they did that to the TARDIS. And it's a grubby old prop as well by that point, isn't it? It's really miserable. Oh, it's really filthy, yeah. Yeah. Filthy um, old I love TARDIS. The fact... <laughs> when he says she's a bit of a botanist, I'm pretty sure that's the last time that Colin <laughs> Baker acknowledges Perry's presence in his entire story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just weird. Um... Yeah, <laughs> he just lets it get on with being killed or whatever is going to happen yeah. later. And, and she mm. looks at a plant mm-hmm. and she's warned that it tends to squirt stuff in people's faces. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then um, the, the Tekka uh, is having a little chat and then he goes off to speak to the Bandrill's ambassador who's yes. like a snake um, man who sounds like Brian yeah. Walden. <laughs> yes. yeah. He says, it's I've written down, oh no. Has- 
they 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 have to talk to Ambassador Lovely Penis Snake. <laughs> He's really nice and friendly. Mm. He's like, it seems the purpose. He says, it seems the diplomacy has failed. <laughs> and and now it's time to look at your work in the gallery. Yeah. <laughs> and then um. The, the attacker doesn't give a shit. He's like, oh, good, fuck off. I want to have a yeah. war. As he would if you're about war. to go to war. Yeah, with these, like, sock puppets. He'd be like, yeah, yeah. bring it on. We can defeat you easily. And then I think doc- we'll destroy you, Jim Henson. Have them other comment about this war, Mrs. Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> and then, that's my Brian Walton. And then someone nice. slips in, like an extra, <laughs> runs over to Dr. and Perry to pass a note, and she reads it out, and it says, Sason at the Felching Rocks. <laughs> And I had to rewind it and definitely get that's what she said. And, yeah. um, and she's like, I don't know what that means. And then Tucker mm. comes in and says, now I've arranged a tour of the facility for you, Perry. Mm. Now the doctor and I, he's basically like man talk. The doctor mm-hmm. and I are going to talk about man things. You're going to go and look at some lovely plants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so she goes off to do that. And the doctor goes, yes, I think that's a good idea. We've got lots to talk about. You go yes. and have a look at some plants. You, you're mm. a sort of botanist, aren't you? Yeah, I'll just walk around with the hooded claw, who appears to be the most evil man in the world, wearing his yeah. evil on his sleeve, and not <laughs> yeah. even pretending. He's all like, go, have a tour. Try to die. It's like, oh, God, it's so obvious. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's just so, so well, o- obviously odious. Yeah. It's amazing. So while she's gone off for her tour, the doctor... <laughs> oh, sorry, Tekka says to the doctor, look... Basically, Vena's fallen into... It's a Vena's time-lash trap. She's fallen into the time-lash. Yeah. I, I want you to go and get the amulet back. And he says, well, why would I want to go in the time-lash? What's, what's, what? I, won't, I don't want to do that. And he says, well, do it or we'll kill Perry. Yeah, just immediately. Ah. I'm an absolute rotter. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are a rotter. Yeah. So mm. we, then, we then see Perry, who is... Uh, then a, 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 she's attacked by one of the beekeepers. Yes. Mm. <laughs> and to get away, she, she opens up, then the robot starts chasing her, and she opens up like a tunnel and goes in, and they're like, oh, it's fine. She's heading towards the Morlocks. Yeah. Ooh. She's heading towards the what? Morlocks. No, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way she runs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so the doctor yeah. then agrees to go out on the lash, not for the first time. Hey. Hello. <laughs> and, then, and then, bafflingly, Mm. We then cut to 1885 <laughs> in Scotland, mm-hmm. uh, where a man called Herbert is doing like Herbert. some sort of seance or something, mm. <laughs> and then Vina just appears in his room. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, what? "What's going on? Is this a cut and shut or something?" This is brilliant because now we two have two. Now we have a scene with two of the damn finest actors to ever be on the BBC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He basically they... Adric's older brother. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Adric's dialogue coach. And um... <laughs> this is, oh God, oh, they are dreadful. Both. It's like two mm. bits of balsa yeah. wood just rubbing up and down against each other. It's awful. <laughs> so yeah. now Perry is then attacked by a dinosaur's penis. Yes. Mm. But yeah. she's rescued, <laughs> rescued by the rebels, uh, one of which looks like he's escaped from Coronation Street. He does. <laughs> and the other one, uh, they hear about the doctor, and she shows she shows Perry a picture she's got round her, her neck on her ah. necklace, and it's Joe Grant. It's Joe Grant, yeah. everyone. Mm. Last time they were there. Ooh. Yeah. Don't worry, we get an even better reveal later on. 
We do. Oh, yeah. We do. We do. We do. When we get an even better one later on, where Space Banksy's been up to no good. <laughs> Spanks. You mean Spanksy? Spanksy. <laughs> so meanwhile, Vina awakes uh, with Herbert. He says he's been looking after her. Uh-oh. Oh, oh! what are you doing here? Oh, you strange lady. Yes, I'm a strange lady. Oh, oh, oh yes, and oh, oh, and oh, oh, yes, and oh, oh. And that's that scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Um, so she, she wakes up and then he tells her that he is a teacher, a bit of a writer, a bit of a writer. Yeah, he goes to Scotland every now and then to fish and relax. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the doctor arrives. Yeah, and we get a proper materialization as well. Thank yeah. you. It's good as well. I yeah. like this bit when he comes in because it's a bit like, oh, a grown-ups here now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And there's some yeah. there's some business. There's some like mm-hmm. he ducks and avoids like Herbert trying to kill him, and that's a bit that's a bit of fun business that you get. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Do we and... think that the doctor knows pretty much? quickly he cottons on quickly who herbert is or does he not know yet because he treats him with quite contempt for the next uh, <laughs> hour and a he, half if he knows he's certainly not fucking letting on is he right okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but meanwhile we cut back to the rebels who are hiding in the tunnels to escape the borad mm. and they discuss irony and how the doctor can help <laughs> and then Perry says, "Hang on, is this felching rocks?" <laughs> and, and they They're say, like, "No, no, no! This is rimming slopes. You're in the wrong place." <laughs> and the northern bloke says, "It bloody will be in a minute, love." <laughs> and then she wants an cake and a cup of. Do you want, do you want to brew? <laughs> <laughs> and then um, she says, "Oh, I had a note about that, but she dropped it." She dropped oh. it. And the, the 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 baddies found it, and they arrive. All the armed beekeepers arrive. Yeah. So then we cut back to the doctor and he's talking to Vina and he's trying to convince her to give up the amulet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he basically says, well, I'll leave you here where you're safe with this borderline sex offender. Yeah. (laughs) I'll take the amulet back and then I'll come back and pick you up. And she says, no, 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 no. I have to save my people. I'm coming with you. And then Herbert says, Mm. oh, can I come? They're like, no. Yeah. For like the, the, the first time of like eight times in this story, Herbert says, can I come? And they just go, no. Mm. And he doesn't listen. Yeah, he says he wants to travel in a time ship. He's a sneaky dick layer, yeah. isn't he? Mm. <laughs> he needs to learn about Herbert. consent, I think. Yeah. <laughs> no means no, Herbert. My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly, novelty keyring, yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love that. The G Spot. <laughs> The good vibrations, guys. Green dot laser sight rifle gun scope. I bought that quite a lot of times, I think. Right, okay. The sex doctor's guide to keeping it hot. Ah, oh, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of great apps up now, and new ones dropping every Monday. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster from Great Big Al. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to steal your milk, isn't he? Um, <laughs> but they go, on the, they go on the TARDIS, and they're going along, and then Herbert comes out, and he's managed to sneak aboard. Mm. So that's fun. 
He's like a really pleasant sort of guy who's into hobbies. Hello. Mm. Mm. Lovely. Yeah. Ooh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and then he says, oh, it's amazing. It's bigger on the inside. And Colin goes, yes, and on the outside, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can tell he's not going to be a permanent companion by the way yeah. that he's given yeah. such short shrift. Like, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Anyway. Colin should go, look, I've been on this ship with an attractive lady and I've tried to kill her once. How many fucking times do you think I'll try to kill her? <laughs> <laughs> so they come back to the car phone warehouse yeah. and um, he demands to see the Borad or he won't hand over the amulet. But Vina um, takes it and gives it to them. Mm. Yeah. And then the doctor is betrayed by Tekka, who says, Well, we're going to kill you anyway, and we're going to put you near the time lash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But as he's walked towards the time lash by an android, he pulls mm. out a mirror. Oh. Mm-hmm. And the android sort of goes, Oh, my face, I look like scratching and co. Oh, <laughs> it's the first also, time that actor's seen how bad the job they've done of his makeup is. And he's yeah, like, Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> And obviously and he, the the mirror seems to be um, also linked up to a synthesizer. It's, it's obviously a synthesizer mirror because when you move it, it goes... <laughs> and also before the Doctor's being thrown into the time lash. Oh, what a line. Goodbye, Doctor. Unpleasant journey. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. It's a real Pantomime villain. It's amazing. Yeah. Unpleasant journey. <laughs> but it's the, one the step and- away from uh, him saying, oh, I hope you have a pleasant journey. Not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got that vibe well, to it. The Borad should have said it. Not. Yeah. <laughs> nah. He's, the the, the Borad's too busy waxing his fucking flippers at this point, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> so they, they, he pushes the android into the time lash and they mm. beat up all the beekeepers and now they've taken control of the room. Yeah. yeah. And then Doctor says, well, I need to go in the time lash and get something, which turns out to be a Contron crystal. Yeah. And this is when he gets lowered into the Christmas, <laughs> Christmas, he gets lowered Christmas into display Christmas. area. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Christmas display area of Woolworths. Yeah. It's amazing. Isn't it? Where there are giant pencils and tinsel everywhere. Yeah. It's lovely. I half yeah. expect to see on the end of the rocks all those sort of plastic trolls that used to get on pencils. Yeah. It's just yeah. like now a hardware we, shop. Wheezing. <laughs> On Weezing Grading Pod, we've sometimes, quite unfairly, maligned Colin Baker. But mm. I don't think we've ever done anything as insulting as yeah. having five grown men struggle mm. yeah. to <laughs> keep to hold him up. It's so insulting how many one of, how one of them just... says the force is too great, which is a very polite <laughs> way of saying it. <laughs> He's a bit fat. <laughs> the weight and the mass. Yeah. You want, you want Colin to shout back, I have feelings. Exactly. <laughs> great, um, great. Uh, they, yeah, but they cut back to him and he's eating a donut. <laughs> <laughs> You're right down there, Doctor. Oh, yeah, lovely. Oh, wow. it's, just, yeah. it's just the idea that the time lash is this most horrible forbidden corridor of terror and you, you can yeah. get lowered down on a fucking rope. It's just... <laughs> it looks but fine. It looks nice. It looks yeah. absolutely fine, doesn't it? It looks like yeah. a place you could have like as, as a little Zen garden area just to chill out. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't meanwhile... look very horrible. No, it doesn't. And meanwhile, Tekka gets his mate Kendron, who's a bit of an idiot, and mm. says to him, "Well, you, I'm going to take you to the Borad because mm. you've been so great, and he's probably <laughs> going to give you a medal, and it's everything's mm. great." And he goes to the Borad and then goes. Look, sorry everything's gone tipped up, but it's his fault. <laughs> yeah. And the Borad kills him. Yeah. And he goes, hee-hee, I'm not dead. Hee-hee. <laughs> and then we get the Doctor making a new gadget out of yes. the uh, crystal. And this yes. is fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm. This is great. Comes, oh, 
also before mm. that, um, when he's been in Superman's fucking panic room, because yeah. um, um, you can clearly see some of the masking, silver masking tape around the props. This is amazing. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Unfortunately, never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that that is more than made up when we next see Perry, uh, because Perry seems to be in some S and M dungeon setup soon. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, that's that's horrible. That's horrible. A, <laughs> very S and a bit like oh dear, this is getting very Hello. out of hand and overly sexualized. <laughs> so the doctor Cranky. then has this new gadget where he can turn invisible and become a ten second time loop man. I don't he can mind be this a bit. little it's molester sort of man. Fun. Yeah, it's great. I don't mm. mind this bit. It's really good right. fun. I like the fact that he pushes them and then ten seconds later they go ooh, been pushed by nothing. It's really it's great and it's nice... used really brilliantly later. It is. Yeah, yeah. it's really good fun. Yeah. Really good fun. I'm and just, then there's a, it's a shame hmm. all he does is push them because if you'd yeah. imagine like if Herbert suddenly just found himself like punched to the ground and then being like as he knees Herbert in the bollocks <laughs> yeah 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 I want the northern and man's trousers one of the others I want the northern man's trousers to fall down to reveal he's wearing <laughs> pants with hearts all over them <laughs> exactly <laughs> pants with pictures of Joe Grant on them <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then he goes, oh no, what have <laughs> I done? <laughs> but then there's another shootout, and during the shootout, a bit of wall gets blown off. Yeah. And we see that there's a painting of John Pertwee. Yeah, Spanksy's been, Spanksy's been busy. <laughs> Spanksy's been busy. It looks a little bit like um, the end credits of That's Life. It does. With John Pertwee on it. <laughs> and then, it's so they then beat up more guards, so it's kind of like he's giving a hi from beyond time. <laughs> yes, yeah. So the doctor Very then goes good. to confront Tekka and the Borad, yeah. uh, and he recognizes um, the he, he, as he, as we, we find out that the Borad is Wizard of Ozing, basically that the old man yeah is mm. uh, his face, but re- uh, he's like pretense face, and really he's the Megalin. Mm. Whoa, a crazed scientist mm. that he met on his previous visits to the Carphone warehouse, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and he's now. He's now like half Morlock, half Megalon. He's got like a weird dinosaur face. I think he's great. Yeah, so do I. I mean, it's a good I design, is, isn't it? It looks really this good. This is design. really good. Great instead voice. Of going, yeah, instead mm. of going down mm. the usual, let's stick someone in a stupid helmet uh, or, yeah. or whatever. No, they've actually done some proper fucking like, yeah. you know, makeup effect work mm. and it looks really good. It's so good when you can see the mouth move and you, everything's there. Yeah. It looks yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. And he looks genuinely horrific. Mm. For a moment, I was worried it was going to be the little girl from Remembrance of the Daleks again. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I'm on a YTS scheme. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> She's the most evil thing in the world. Yeah. Um, Five, yeah. six, but he's seven, eight. Brilliant. Perry's going to be my mate. Yeah, so the Megalon basically wants to make a bride. Yeah. And, and his plan is to sort of start a war with the Bandrels that will kill so everybody. He fancies, he fancies Perry then, doesn't he? So mm. no one else on this planet matches up to Perry. Well, he admires no. her spirit. He says that earlier, doesn't he? She yeah. Spirit. Mm. yeah. And that she is the has... first time um, so far this story that Colin Baker has even thought about Perry, who has been in mortal mm. danger about five times. Yes, yeah. yeah. Quite often by herself and not given remote shit about by the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> well, because the, the, the Megalin says, doesn't he? He, he basically says, I, she has spunk. 
Well, she will mm. do when I've finished with her. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he basically wants to um, kill it's everybody the only, on the... It's the only time where one man can block up the time lash corridor. <laughs> <laughs> Most people depart with a scream. <laughs> I tell you what, nothing's getting through here. Not with all that. Oh, get out the air gun, will you? <laughs> <laughs> the force is too great. But he wants to kill everybody on the planet apart from him and his new mate. And Tekka's a bit like, oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, hang on. It's, no good it's a bit of an underwhelming end for Tekka, though, because he basically goes, no. Points a gun. Mm, yes. And then is skeletoned. Yeah, he's aged up and skeletoned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, really did write him out quick, didn't they? Really? Especially with how... Machiavellian he's been. You want a yeah, he's been so brilliant up until this point, mm. literally creeping around like, <laughs> just need to climb. <laughs> nah, nah. He's, like, he's like the hooded claw in the Penelope Pitstop cartoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But also, while this is all happening, Herbert's climbed up into the, um, into oh, the well, roof but... area and is watching. Mm. Yeah, and he's then, now but... like doing some, like, like he's in a peep show, like he's watching mm. something naughty. Cool, <laughs> 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 oh, blimey, cool. <laughs> but then the doctor uses his um, Contron crystal device. Yeah, that's then, good. That's a fun dude, bit, isn't it? Great. Yeah. Mm. And not only is it great, he goes, "Aha! I've outsmarted you." But then he mm. goes, "Aha! But I've actually outsmarted you." And you're like, oh, oh, "Yeah, oh, nice." And, uh, and once again, I regret the fact that Colin doesn't use more for the fact that he's sort of invisible and can do anything for a bit. I really wanted, mm. I wanted him to see him sort of, yeah, like you say, uh, wedging the ball out, yeah. taking for a poking run him in the eye, his little chair, like he does with Davos, <laughs> <laughs> tweaking his yeah. nose or poking him in the eye, sticking <laughs> a pencil up his nose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sticking the sonic screwdriver up his ass. Or let's be honest, just bum again. Uh, but yes, yeah, so the, yeah, the, that's, that's all we want. Yeah. The Megalens then says, "Well, I've, I've, um, I've tricked you." And then the doctor, because he says, "Don't fire at me; it'll go into the crystal and shoot mm. back at you." And he's like, "I don't believe you." And then the doctor says, "You tricked yourself." And he yeah. fires the beam. It goes into the crystal, then fires right back at him and kills him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, the, then Herbert goes with Doctor and they rescue Perry. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they By go the back judicious to... use of fire. Judicious yes. Use of fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they go back to the castle chamber where uh, Mikros and Vina have uh, found that there's a Bandrel invasion fleet. It's close there's to the Carphone warehouse. There's a huge invasion fleet. There's three blips on a monitor. Blip, blip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Bandrel appears on the TV and mm. says... Colin Baker, what do you think about what's going on with the bandrels attacking you? Do you have any comment? If you you decide to join the the bandrel government, we'll put a pound in your pocket. (laughs) Dennis Healy, what is your opinion on you? You could have got the guy from the the Ark of Infinity to come and go, Ram, isn't this that, sir? (laughs) I've just been heard time lash! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but they're kind of they're kind of um suspicious mm, um yeah. about the doctor and the doctor says well you know he, he realizes now because they've launched a nuclear weapon type thing well they've yeah. launched they've they've launched a glasses case at them haven't they? yes mm. yes yeah. um ooh. yeah <laughs> it's a bifocular weapon yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh and it's on the way and the doctor realizes there's only one thing he can do so he goes to the TARDIS and Perry wants to come and he says let's mm. go away he's being horrible to her but we really know why because he's basically on a, going on a suicide mission yeah he's going to sacrifice now, himself yeah. this scene 
feels like they made uh, they made the time lash and then it was coming in like seven minutes under and yeah. so they just had to do it like the scene where there's perry and then there's herbert turns up and it lasts that's like a 10 minute scene yeah, where, yeah. and i'm like yeah. this is padding this is there the is scene, a Russ. there is a four minute double act between herbert and the doctor and i'm just I'm really, yes. did, did they think that this comedy double act is good and it's working and it's something that <laughs> they want to really have yeah. fun with because it just isn't it's it just, isn't is it mm, no. it just goes on and on and on and on the doctor is just getting more furious and more furious well because they have that conversation because herbert's basically saying you know <coughs> it's 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 morally good if you sacrifice yourself for the, for others and mm. <clears throat> to save other people and all that thing. And then the doctor's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, you can come with me. <laughs> I mean, it goes on longer than that, but that's the gist of it. Oh, it goes and, on so um, long. And all they keep saying is like, we've got no time. And you're like, yeah, mm. well, why then are you, why is this taking so long? <laughs> mm. Also, you've got a TARDIS, haven't you? Can you not go back mm. in time <laughs> 20 minutes mm. and give a good point to the Bandrill ambassador? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but instead, the the, the, the the nuclear weapon glasses case hits the TARDIS, yeah. and everyone's very sad. And then the bandrel basically goes, "Oh, I'm sorry about that." <laughs> <laughs> under the, like under, under, under a new Labour government, we will not be firing glass <laughs> cases on planets on, anymore. He's become Harold Wilson. <laughs> he's he's, he's yeah. Harold Wilson. I'm sorry, sorry about, about that. that. He says, "Become Harold Wilson." <laughs> we will send a diplomatic party. Yeah. And Perry, uh, then Perry says, the doctor's dead. And she goes, I think I want to be alone. And I put here and pump the fucking sky in joy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 400 foot wide long hologram of Perry going, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, jumping up, Fist freeze pumping. frame at the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's finally free. But then everything looks like it's going to be fine apart from the Doctor being dead and Herbert when the yeah. Megalon returns. <gasps> oh no! He's back! And he grabs mm. Perry the swine. Grabs Perry mm. and he basically says, look, this is my bird. I saw her first. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone's panicking and then the Doctor just walks in and says, hello! Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then, how did you out, do that? Yeah. He says, I'll and tell now- you another time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll tell you another time yeah. because now he has to start essentially body shaming the villain. Yeah, yeah. oh, it's bad, oh, isn't it? My. It's really like oh, there's God, a good line though. You're there's a good sort line. It all out. You're an ugly fucker. It's like yeah. oh my God. <laughs> there's a good Colin <laughs> line I like where he mm. says, um, "Oh, cloning is it? Well, you are a clever clogs." Yeah, <laughs> clogs. I enjoyed that. Yeah, and and then yeah, he starts saying, "You're really fucking ugly." It's basically it. You're really ugly. There's no way Perry's going to fuck you once she sees what you're looking at. It's like, oh my God. Say, look at me. She won't go near me and I'm beautiful. Yeah. This, this this whole scene's like a like like someone at home on their chat room being really abusive to someone. Yeah. <laughs> Except this time it's the doctor doing it in front of everyone. It's like yeah. oh, you're a horrible internet you're a horrible internet mm. troll. <laughs> like I mean, we now live in enlightened day and age, but like can you imagine if you're like a, a child watching that and you've got you know, something that mm. is perfectly sort of natural but deviates from sort of the norm or whatever. Yes, and yeah, you've got go, a birthmark oh, no, doc- or you've got a hair lip or something and you're like, oh, exactly. Exactly. How, yeah. I'm, how I'm seen. Thanks, yeah, or the doctor. doctor would use that to <laughs> manipulate and ultimately kill you. You're like, oh, yeah. oh thank you. <laughs> if, I, if I was John Pertwee, I'd have phoned in and said, could you not have my face during this scene, please? Because <laughs> it's right in the background all the way through this. <laughs> oh, 
That would have been amazing if you cut to a shot and suddenly the the uh, painting's turned around with its head in its hands. <laughs> <laughs> but the doctor has a plan. He then smashes or he shoots a wall, mm. and there's a mirror oh. not convincingly exposed underneath. I must say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd have to really and, struggle to see yourself in that. Yeah, and the megalon kind of crouches down. He's like, oh, oh no, I look really horrible. <laughs> yeah, but he must. But he must know. That. <laughs> yeah, mm. he must know. He does. He must know. He's because he's always hiding. And he's got, you've all not done very well, Mr. Grace, to pretend to be him. So why is this such a shock and a revelation to him? He knows he's repulsive because he's how fucking Morlock, yeah. Morlock. for fuck's sake. Yeah. 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 He's, he's been using like... the beardy guy to, to hide himself. He knows that yeah. people won't accept yeah. him. Yeah. He's half lizard, half Mrs. Warboys. It's like, <laughs> what's going on? Why, why is he so admonished by that? It doesn't make any sense I at mean, all. I, mean, <gasps> I thought I was beautiful. No, you know, you know you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind the Morlocks. Here's, here's yeah. the <laughs> and and uh, he gets thrown into the time lash. There you go. Um, and then kind I joked of, about this. stumbles in, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm. But I joked about this in my notes. I wrote where he because because I know that they're going. He's being sent back to eighteen eighty five mm. in in Venice, mm-hmm. uh, and Christ. I wrote here where he becomes the Loch Ness monster, and that's yeah. actually what fucking happens. That's Jeez. supposed to be what happens, yeah. yeah. So I'm presuming he reverts back to pure Morlock form. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe either that or whenever yeah, because either that or whenever people think they've seen the Loch Ness monster, they've seen mm. a man. With <laughs> half a lizard's face floundering around on a lock. I mean, yeah. I saw I saw the Loch Ness monster. And it was just saying, "Help me, I'm drowning." And <laughs> very strange. I was, also, I was. It, it was a very dark and stormy night, and I was on Loch Ness trying to make my way home to Morag for a cup of fighting, <laughs> a lovely hot, warm cup of fighting. And I saw this terrible, terrible monster raise its bulk from the waves. But luckily, I had a compact mirror, and the thing fucked off. <laughs> But the doctor, she says, will he, will he ever be seen again? And the doctor says, he may be seen from time to time. He may be mm. seen from time to time. There's a Loch Ness Monster from time to time. <laughs> I've here, and I've written here for you, Tom. Loch. Mm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, it's frustrating that for an episode that is so obsessed with continuity and like, oh, the doctor's been here before and he was John Pertby and all this stuff. They ignore mm. the fact that we know what the Loch Ness Monster is. It's the Scarrison from Terror of the Zygons. Yeah. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it doesn't I know. make any sense. Maybe they no. take turns. And then just when you think, well, that, no, no more of this, please. Then they do the whole, well, Herbert left his card. <laughs> no, no. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's H.G. Wells. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and they destroy the time lash as well. Oh, yeah. 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 Although, yeah. as was pointed out, what they do is they throw bombs at the, at the time lash and they go, that's fixed. Surely they mm. just go to Scotland. Yeah. And so, so they just blow up <laughs> Herbert's house. <laughs> <laughs> God. I was I was out one night in my speedboat doing a wee bit, <laughs> wee bit of salmon fishing where a strange fella fell through the sky. Half lizard he was, I thought nothing much of it. I'd been on the whiskey. But then, <laughs> following him, three <laughs> bombs fell out. <laughs> Mind actually, you, I got a lot of fish that night. <laughs> <laughs> they actually landed in a pub in Birmingham, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, John. I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah, he says the. Uh, <laughs> 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 Only if, only if they sent a telephone call three minutes before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were bluffing, but it actually happened. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Herbert wants to stay. And then, as you say, it's revealed from his card that he dropped 
that his yeah. name's Herbert George Wells, which is H.G. Wells, and then mm. the Doctor says, we're going to have to take him back because he has an interesting story to tell. <laughs> which he only... Which, again, I mean, Herbert's version of said events, I mean, it, um, you know, at least he goes down a diff- completely different direction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he doesn't, I write, that... he doesn't write it verbatim. Like, and H.G. No. Wells' first novel, Time Lash. <laughs> <laughs> Although what I like is like I wanted that to be more. I wanted everything that has been in that episode to like be something from the past. Yes. They were like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, the time lash that is, and that just travels back in time and becomes like an H and M display uh, in the background. <laughs> I mean, you say that, we but the talk, target we, book is written by H. G. Wells, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! With a foreword by Jules Verne. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't read this, it's shit. <laughs> All right, Jim. I always, and we've talked about this before, it's always lovely in Doctor Who where you realise that because of the Doctor's adventures and all that, um, he's obviously, he's made H.G. Wells become what he's become. And we've seen it before mm. with the uh, with lots of things in the past. And that's always very fulfilling in a Doctor Who. But this feels clunky and a bit odd. That should take yeah. off like a rocket, Stevenson. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all that. Mm. Um, so there we go, that's Time Lash. Whoa. What an achievement. And you know what? I enjoyed it. There's lots of people criticise it. So there's bits in it, like there's the famous bit, but if you'd watch, um, the guy who's operating the kind of Borad's machine, a bit of it snaps off in his hands and he has to like fumble to put it back on and things like that. There's some dodginess. But I'll be honest, last week we did Ark of Infinity that was Mm. just grey and dull. There's loads Mm. of fun in this. Yeah, exactly. And also what we don't have in Time Lash is any actor who fucking fluffs up a line and they just keep filming. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. There's also good makeup on the the, the baddie and then there's the Morlocks who are pretty cool. Yeah, there's so much going on. Yeah, you're mm. also going into the past to meet um, H.G. Wells. You're also, you know, you've got alien stroke robot tech. You've got an evil fucking flipper going on. It's all yeah. going on. It's fun. Yeah. There's, um, and you've got like... Paul Darrow just being fucking brilliant. Absolutely. And, and I said to you both, why wasn't Paul Darrow ever given the chance to be the master? Obviously, we know mm. why, because he was Avon. But mm. can you imagine mm. Paul Darrow as the he master? Would he would have been so, so brilliant. With a little goatee beard as well. He would have been mm. so yeah. brilliant. The villainous master, a perfect role for him. I mean, I like him, but he would have been better than Anthony Ainsley, wouldn't he? Mm. Yeah. Mm. But he's just anyway, so hammy so... in it. He's, but he's brilliantly hammy in it. He's a man who doesn't even bother to mask his intentions. He's just, <laughs> I am pure evil. Pure <laughs> evil. And it's just brilliant. I just love mm. that. So uh, what, 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 score, what tinsels out of 100 are we going to give it? Ah, well, you've got to start, John. Well, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, uh, do we want to go tip with tinsel? Yeah, balls of tinsel. Balls of time, tinsel. Time, balls of time, time lash tinsel. Time lash tinsel. Okay. <laughs> Available from all good stockists. <laughs> I'm going to say that although it's a bit higgledy-piggledy and all over the place in terms of yeah. how it looks, hmm. um, the story's fun, uh, the yeah. baddie's good. you got yeah. monsters um, as well. I'm going to give it 45. Whoa! Yeah, that's a nice... That's, a, that's pretty much where I was going to fall, actually, around there. Yeah, um, you're going to give it a forty-five. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give it a little bit more. Actually, I'm going to give it about a forty, a forty-seven. I'll go to it. I was so, I was so expecting this. Like John, when I, <laughs> it, literally, when I went to Wikipedia, the first thing it says is, in the top ten of possibly the most worst vilified, loathed Doctor Who's ever. And I was mm. thinking, oh my yeah. god, this is going to be a nightmare. Yeah. But I just yeah. watched Arc of Infinity, and this was a mm. walk in the park. It was yeah. fine. <laughs> You've got. 
alien planets, you've got Earth, you've got HG mm-hmm. Wells, you've got um you've got robots as well as aliens, and you've got monsters. There's so much yeah. going on. Poison flora and fauna. It's just mm. a rollicking ride. And I know they're two forty minute episodes, but it didn't feel like that to me. There's a bit of padding and a bit of fluff, but um it looks nice. The villain's yeah. brilliant, apart from his ending, which is really silly. But yeah. he's just great. <laughs> everything's just really good fun. And I really mm. um and basically Poro Perry is finally going, Do you know what? Just drop me on at the nearest planet now because I'm done with this shit now. I'm done <laughs> with being poked, prodded, smacked, S&M dungeoned, being, <laughs> you know, abused, being killed, <laughs> being forced to marry a bloody dodecahedron bloody <laughs> stroke lizard fucker. I think it's really good fun. It was nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be is what I should have said. So I'm giving it a 47. I enjoyed it. 47. Well, I can tell you now, yeah. even without my vote being cast, it is already it is already so far ahead of the Ark of Infinity. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so I can't give it as much. I think there are problems with it. Like Perry basically just goes from one catastrophe to the other. True. Um, mm. With the with the the Morlocks, which um, she could easily escape from, but she just sort of cowers in a bit of a cave, which I think mm. is a bit weak. Um, I'm going to give it thirty bits of tinsel um, okay. because okay. There, there it is a lot of fun, but there are sort of there are plot wise there are some silly bits, but it was enjoyable. And mm. I if if you if someone said which do you want to watch. For example, Arc of Infinity or Time Lash, I think you'd say Time Lash <laughs> yes. immediately. Yeah. You say it immediately. Mm. So yeah. that is 122 bits of tinsel out of 300. Wow. Oh, that's, that's all right. Time Lash yeah. tinsel, that's all right. Yeah, it's pretty good. Were there any correspondence about Time Lash? There were. <laughs> uh, quite a lot, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> first one from Greg Newport says Time Lash. Borrowed makeup, excellent. Rest of the story, mm. burn it, burn it all. Covered in Ian Levine's sweaty hand of continuity, uh, the third Doctor's visit, and the infamous lash. Mm. There you go. Well, Ian Levine's getting blamed there for his his flipper being all over this. I I don't know how it all worked back in those days, but that's quite possibly what happened. Uh, Ben Thomas says, little known fact. This is interesting. Oh, hang on a sec. I've lost it. There we go. Oh, I, got, I was about to say, I'd imagine how things got made back then, Tom, was mm. you're in the BBC bar, it's 11 o'clock, you're hammered, and someone <laughs> yeah. just goes, I, I, I had a rather awful cheese fever dream last night. Um, <laughs> do, you mind awfully, do you mind awfully as I write it as a Doctor Who? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, oh boy, go ahead. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> and I think that's how things were decided. <laughs> Definitely. Right. Well, this is interesting. So Ben Thomas uh, yeah. says, in 1979, Colin mm. pa- Baker... Sorry, I'll start again. In 1979, Colin Baker made a guest appearance as a Babe and the Butcher in an episode Ooh. of Blake 7, giving huh? a scenery chewing performance and upstaging Paul Darrow. <gasps> Darrow. Darrow swore revenge, and six years later, he was cast in the Doctor Who story Time Lash opposite wow. Colin Baker. Ooh, that's nice. Go. A bit of one upmanship. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And Ooh. then he wrote Time Gash. <laughs> <laughs> Let yourself down there, Ben. Wow. Yeah. So it's um, a bit like that advert. My mum's better than your mum. My yeah. mum's better than yours. But my ham's better than your ham. Ham, ham, ham. My ham's better than yours. Ham, <laughs> ham, ham. Spam. That was a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is only 30 seconds long. The doctor yeah. says three times. And then someone says spam out of shot and it ends. <laughs> Well, well, so it's all better than Ark of Infinity. 
Yeah. Yes, I'd still <laughs> rather have that. <laughs> um, Be- Becky says, I like Time Lash. It's crap, mm. but it's fun crap. Colin Baker and Paul Darrow are blatantly dialing up to 11 and it makes the yeah. show. Also, the timey-wimey stuff feels like the new show. Yeah, a bit. I, I, I think saying it's like New Who is a bit, I mean, interesting. But I, um, no, I think there's loads to enjoy about it. I don't, I mean, it is quite hammy, but it's fine. It's quite enjoyable. Mm. Also, Burden- oh, sorry. yeah, no, I was just saying we've we've dealt with the forty-five minute episodes before, and we found them really hard going. Yeah, whereas these they actually fly by. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, they do. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, Nick Burden says time lash is better. Called by its anagram, lame shit. now liam dempsey here says time lash the worst colin story the fact that the twin dilemma always makes the texas title while time lash is lying around stinking up the place astonishes me (laughs) easily the bottom 10 worst classic stories trash i'd give it 35 (gasps) out of 100 now i disagree with you i'm I'm so sorry i am never ever talking about twin dilemma to any of you no, <laughs> if you right. pick Twin Dilemma, then you're yeah. doing a two-person podcast. <laughs> I ain't going there. No. Uh, and then relate, and then uh, Dave Whittam relates to something you mentioned, Tom. I like mm-hmm. to think the Borad landed in Loch Ness and was immediately eaten by the Scarrison from Terror of the Silence. <laughs> there you go. That's right? a That's... busy lock, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. That's all the correspondence for Time Wow. Lunch. I I like that. I wonder if we're going to lose. If this will be controversial, I think. I wonder if we'll mm. get. People who abandon the pod because they disagree with how we treated it. Um, who knows? Well, if they do, they'll be uh, they'll be suffering because it's the only Doctor Who podcast that's, well, that's exactly. currently exactly. here, Tom. So you know, what, what are they going to do? Gonna do? Yeah. Gonna do? Uh, but please, as we always say, keep writing in. It's great yeah. to hear from you. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, send us in uh, anything you'd like, really, apart from pornography. Yeah, please. Apart from that, anything you want. You know, um, my DMs are open. Oh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I want to see. I want to see pictures of the Borad. I want to see like us as the Borad. Um, yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, Brian Walden as one of the uh, what are they called the um, the bandrills. The bandrills. <laughs> <The band-rills. laughs> yeah, I, I quite. I quite like to see what a whole bandrill looks like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm presuming it's just a man's arm crouched on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that. Ridley Scott will do a film where it turns out that's just a helmet they wear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they all look David. like Brian Waldron. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Dennis Healy. What will you be? Yeah. So how, so, so how was work today, Mr. Bandro? Well, we, we, we blew up the Doctor's TARDIS, but it turned out to be fine in the end. <laughs> that sounds like anyway, an exciting day. Anyway, what are, we going to do about all these, what are we going to do about all these striking bin men? That's the big problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh, word. Dear. Anyway, <laughs> <you> so, <clears throat> yeah, keep following us at Weezing Pod and keep yes. writing in as we say. And yep. we oh, sounded like the, the robot then. Keep writing in as we say. <laughs> Thank and you for listening. And we'll <laughs> see you next week. Yeah. Are you being served? You have yeah. been watching. <laughs> we'll see you next time where perhaps we might be <gasps> leaning towards Christmas. Yes, uh, I think Yay! we might be. So we might That's have exciting. a couple of uh, uh, exclusive episodes up our sleeve Ooh. with uh, maybe an exciting guest or two. Yeah, <gasps> who knows? How exciting. How exciting. Yeah. But until mm. then, keep wheezing, keep groaning uh, as we did during Arc of Infinity. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and um, we'll, we'll see you in another time, another place for another adventure in outer space. Space, 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 space. Place. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Goodbye. Do you have any comments about that terrible joke, Mrs. Thatcher? Uh, well, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. I loved it.
I'm Keza McDonald. And I'm Ellie Gibson. And this is our new show, Extra Life. It's basically us talking to funny people about video games. When I was a kid, it was Grand Theft Auto. There's Sinclair ZX Spectrum. We talk about the games people remember from when they were kids and what they're playing now. Guitar Hero. The Last of Us 2. Combat on the Atari 2600. No, I love Pokemon. Anyway, find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Extra Life. GreatBigOwl.com Thank you.